Hey everybody, welcome back to Adam and Steve, not Adam and Eve, the podcast where we bite the apple. Well, all right, so we're back. We're back. For another enlightening episode, right? Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm doing amazing. We have a guest. Yes, we do have a guest, and we thought we would um, introduce our guest because we start gabbing, and then like you're like, oh, Oh, there's somebody else there. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing in the background. So, Hearty G Heart. Hi, hello, how are you? Yes. I'm doing great. Drag nice. queen extraordinaire. Yes, cross dresser for Christ. <laughs> 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 well, tell the give the people a little snippet about about yourself real quick before we get into the meat of it. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, my name is Cardi G Heart. I am a drag queen here based out of Los Angeles. Um, I've been doing drag for about three years. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Nothing like disappointing your father in a wig, but <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it with glitter, honey. Oh, Go this out with is the man, true. You know? Right. You got to be you. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into Cardi's story in a little bit. So, yeah. you know, grab on and hold tight because I know it's a real, real good one. Hold on. Move <laughs> right. those wigs down, honey. We're going for a ride. Hold on to right. your drinks. Get your glitter ready. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we do, let's get into the neighborhood. Like, what's going on? What's new? What do, what do we just do? Like, I feel like I have short-term term and long-term memory loss because I can't ever remember anything like well this last weekend we I don't know what what did we do what did we do on Friday did we do anything I don't know we're not gonna do this right now I know we we did go to GPS (laughs) we did GPS we went to GPS which I heard was really cute one of my friends was dancing and they had the the all the dancers in these like fighter outfits which was cute I you know that's one thing that I really like about GPS is that they when they commit to a theme, like they mm. really commit to it, and they it's from the coochie up. Okay, they, 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 they really did. They did like that. There was lighting, and you Paul know. Nichols, who who throws that party, has taken that party from like mm. I remember a couple of years ago when I was visiting LA, where it was like just a bunch. It was like gay party Saturday, which is what GPS right. stands for, and it was just a bunch of oh, like me a while to understand. Yeah. That. <laughs> it was just you it was just told a, me that yeah. I just right. never it was just a couple like, of gay boys on a box. I know it very that, and <laughs> like I one of my mo- like my favorite LA parties memories is Nina Flowers doing this like flower power and she, she came out, out of the flower. flower. That was one of my fucking she favorite parties. Oh my, oh god. my god. I was like, girl, this is this is what Marsha threw a brick for. I am right. so happy it's you just true. said that. Oh I my literally gosh. like I was having the time of my life. That was she fun. Came on and I was like and I think you were in there. I think you were downstairs. No, I was like making out with yeah, somebody you were doing something. Somebody else was gone. I was like, where are all my friends? Like, it was such a moment to witness. Uh, yeah. And then the one uh, night they had like a Rio theme. And I think Anita oh, was we were, there. We were there for the Rio theme too. Oh my yes, God. Yes, we I want to say Anita. No, maybe it wasn't Anita. But I like, she looked like Anita. She was one of the beautiful Brazilian women. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I think I'm straight for like 30 seconds. For like 30 seconds. <laughs> and then I saw some That's beautiful it. man with and that like, okay, and I was like, over. nope, I'm gay. <laughs> um, yeah, we did. So GPS was a hit. Yeah. I mean, at first I was a little like, eh. And then I got some energy and then um, and then I left. So how was it? Here we go. How was being back at GPS after, you know, being in quarantine for so long where you couldn't go to GPS? For me, I just, in the beginning, I could not stop staring around. Like, I just kept looking at it. Like, I don't know. I was, like, rubbernecking. Like, I just could not. The trade is cute at GPS. Let's let's not lie. No, it was cute, but I just, and then I was fine. Like, I I was never not fine, but it just is, like, it's been so kind of, interesting and cool running into people that you haven't seen like last week at zoo or week before last at zoo party too just kind of running into people you haven't seen in so so long that you're just kind of like oh my god you know yeah it's exciting it's it's also i for me 
feels like a little weird um, still, but I, I feel like I'm getting We're still that. getting back into yeah. like, yeah. how do you socialize with people? Yeah. Because for so long it was like, you know, like don't talk to me, don't look at people. Yeah. And you still have in the back of your mind, like, should it, I really be doing this? Yeah. You know like what I mean? Over. Like, you, yeah. you're still kind of like. Because it, it does feel a little guilty yeah. to be out, but you're like. Honey, I'm vaxxed. I'm right. waxed, and I'm ready to have a good time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's true. I'm gonna start using that. Oh, honey. <laughs> but it, no, but that's that's kind of how you feel a little bit in the back of your head. You're kind of like, eh, I yeah. don't know. But then you got to get over it. Like like I said, it's like going to an orgy. Like either if you're gonna do it, you got to just jump into it and not take that worry hit about of poppers <laughs> and hit that <laughs> hit that leap of faith, honey, right? Yeah. And not worry about what may come out. <laughs> well, you know what? I think that you know we we. We, we we're living in a moment that is it's his hor- historical. It is. Yeah, it, it like really this is. is a thing that kids are going to be learning about in a textbook. It's like true. isn't that kind of crazy? It's true. Um, but we live in a time and age where like you know this is a moment that it we don't really know how to navigate because we haven't ever had no, anything yeah. like this. And it's like you know even if you are being responsible, if you, even if you've been vaccinated or yeah. getting COVID tested regularly, like you still kind of live in this limbo. Yeah. So you know. Right. But at the same time, you know, like my philosophy is, is like if you're being responsible, if you're getting COVID tested regularly and you're, you know, not like if you're like feeling sick, stay at home, yeah, you know, true. Yeah. but, but you know, the, live your life at the fullest because girl, life is short. Yeah, you kind of have to at this point. You have That's to. Why I say, like, I'm going to go buy those We don't know how much longer <laughs> it's going to be around. I'm going to buy that bottle of Blue Boy and you <laughs> right? best believe I'm going to clean the hell out of those right? videos. That's why I was like, I'm going to buy the things that I want because you know what? I may not even get to wear it Ooh. like if I wait. But <laughs> Girl, so especially bad. with the way that COVID weight has hit some of us. <laughs> girl, I was like a size like, you know comfortable and now I'm like you know <laughs> sweatpants are a very luxurious oh whatever you are tiny I don't even know what you're talking yeah. about I had you, you're tiny I had my moments too but <clears throat> I got over it. <laughs> you know I'm like thick as in now thick as in they like I, all this size Steven actually got snatched during uh, I, I, COVID I gained weight and then I lost a good yeah. you look fantastic well, though y'all both do thank like you, you got thank good you. arms thank I'm you. like honey I gotta depend on my good humor my good humor <laughs> no one ever looks at me at the orgy and goes oh you are just handsome Let's they're like you're up. really funny <laughs> <laughs> at the orgy. <laughs> at the orgy. And you're like, oh, girl. Oh, hit the poppers God. and turn around. <laughs> right, hit the poppers. So what else is happening besides GPS? Because that took us on a tangent, huh? It did. It did. Uh, I don't even know. Like, How do we feel about the, the Olympics? Have any of y'all watched any of it? So he does. I am a I, I've, huge I've Olympics bad. fan. I... Listen, summer, winter, I am here for it. I am tuned in every single day. Oh, you're like all about oh, it. Oh, yes. I will watch. It does not matter what it is, well, except for like some football or bat- baseball or something. But all the other sports I'm in. But you know I'm a big <clears throat> gymnastics fan. I love Tom <sighs> Daly and diving like I stalk Tom him. Daly is 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 like oh, a I gay protege. Him. He is I just so beautiful. So everything. With him. Completely. Like literally. <laughs> uh, along um, with a lot of other people. I'm sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know what? These athletes, I'm like, baby, you are... God took his time with making your mm-hmm. genetic makeup because yes, you are gorgeous. Yeah. Listen, half the time I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck a touchdown is, but bitch, you look <laughs> right. beautiful. It doesn't but matter. you did it. How, yeah, congrats, baby. <laughs> yeah. I lo- but yeah, I I love the Olympics. I love Simone. Like the whole Simone bio story has been really interesting. Yeah. How do you, you know? feel about that? Um, <clears throat> I was a little um disappointed that she didn't compete, but I completely get it because like I love gymnastics and I did it when I was a kid but like this girl had 
the world, the weight of the world on our shoulders and so it's much expectations. Yeah. Yeah. We have to remember <clears throat> that these people are put on such a platform mm. yep. and there's so much expected. Like you are literally expected to be yeah. the best in your nation competing yeah. against <clears throat> the best in these and other nations. And she was nations. And they're the like, face they're like, of when the you whole think about entire it, they're Olympics. Just, they're human beings. Yep. Like, you know, they're, how they're, dare you have a bad day? It's like, like very that. And she's like, 24. Yeah. And she is, she it's was lot. the face of the whole entire Olympics. Yeah. I mean, gymnastics is the event that gets the highest. Where were rating. you at 24? <clears throat> well, I wasn't at the Olympics. Let me tell okay, you. Okay. I was tr- still trying to figure my shit out. Girl, like, I was, I was probably at KFC, so I know that I surely was not at the Olympics. <laughs> Girl, I was living here in LA, like, struggling, but I was having fun, but I was. Struggling yeah, like going to I, GPS, right? No, <laughs> it was called spin back then. That was our, our version of GPS, I think. Ooh, back girl. Then. Yeah, you putting dates on you now. I know, child. <laughs> I know. I, I get so interested when he tells me like stories about before I moved here. I know, before we were friends. I know, because I'm like, I've had like a whole like two lives, a whole, whole other life you. in my mind. He hasn't, but he has. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than Olympics, I don't know what else has been going on. I just drag race. Oh, drag oh race. RuPaul's drag race. <laughs> so, what do you before we talk about the current season? What do you think about drag race in general, and are you interested? I okay. So here you go. I come from the generation where drag race started to really pick up. Now, I got into drag because one, I was Shangela's assistant. Yay, so I was. We love Shan. Yeah, we love we love yep. Shangela Laquifa Wadley. <laughs> Girl, I know her entire W two name. Yes. But I got really into it because I I was an entertainer. I've always been a theater kid. I I was a very shy kid, but being able to act as someone else made me escape my problems. And I was like, oh, baby, I can be tomfoolery on stage. Right. Or now I've learned that I can be Cardi G and live this fabulous life. <clears throat> and girl, I don't have to deal with Joelle's problems. Yeah. So I, I got into it for, I'll say, the right reasons. But I think that now... Drag race has become so mainstream that so many people are so like, oh, they're doing drag to be on drag race yep. and they're not, they don't know how to be a drag queen. They don't know how to be an Some of them never even been on the stage. Girl. Some and they get on the show. Don't know how to put their what? lashes on. Some of them I mean, become yeah, yeah. famous because they were like internet. They people. were viral. They I mean, were here viral. you go. There are queens that have become viral. And 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 I'm not talking like going to the clinic kind of viral. Like these, <laughs> these motherfuckers are entertaining. We all been there. No, we, <laughs> the tenth one's free. I found out the other day. Um, but you have these you queens. Got a punch that, card. Very <laughs> that. Very that. And um, and you just drag has evolved so much from you know back in even back in my day when I first was in the the gay scene. You know. Drag queens were these bar creatures, and that was it. Like, up, drag queens did not leave the bar. Like, yeah. it was a, it was a nightlife thing, and now you've got them doing Super Bowl commercials and true. product endorsements mm. and tours, and 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 it it blows my mind to what drag has become. Yeah, because we we're at a day and age where we are able to market. Uh, an entire culture mm-hmm. um, to to mainstream media, mm-hmm. right? You know the demographics are the majority of viewers of Drag Race are actually straight white women. Yep, yeah, yep. straight white yeah. women. So if you can pander to them, baby, you gonna be successful. Just try yep. to go over to so Hamburger true. Mary's for bingo, and that's all Girl. you get. That's there. We went one time. I was like, why is it all these straight white women? <laughs> <laughs> Let there be a wedding, a bachelorette, a birthday. Yeah. Oh, I like one of my favorite places to perform. Uh, is Hamburger Mary's in Kansas City. See? Baby. <laughs> Let there be a uh, a bachelorette, a birthday, 
uh, a divorce, whatever, a divorce. whatever these girls are. Girl, her pH <laughs> balance crown on. right. Yeah, her pH balance is right, baby. We are celebrating, and those girls want to tear it up. Yeah. But you bring a couple of these little muscle bottoms, like that just got out of Barry's boot camp, and they're like, oh, "I'm too masked for this." And I'm like, "Sister, you want to wear a wig just as badly yeah, as I do." Everybody does. <laughs> and when and when they act like they don't want to wear a wig, because I've done this before, and I'm not. Trying oh, to be that's like, true. Like I'm like, oh no, I don't really want to wear a wig. I don't know. And like I put it on, I'm like, oh my god. Oh, she was feeling feel like a different person. Right you go now. from what's his name, the little the little man from from Spider Man, the oh my Toby. god, you go from <laughs> Peter Toby, Parker, from Peter Parker to full on Spider Man, and you're like, bitch, I'm invincible. He he it's really so did though. Like we were on the cruise, and like I convinced him to wear his wig, and like oh no, actually our friend gave us mm-hmm. all one, and he put it on, and she was. Fi- I, I was like, like people kept wanting to borrow it, at, like at the party, we were and you get, like, de- uh, uh, you get a defensive. Uh, you're like, baby, that's uh, wig. That that wig and I, I have like fun. history. Yeah, Absolutely, like, whipping it around. Girl, as a drag queen, like I know that like. I will be fixing my wigs and even like packing them. I'm like, oh my God, Stacy, like I got to make sure she's back. And I'm like, not, not I got names. Named him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like you, you've gone through some trauma, you know, some stuff. Yeah. But I, I do, I have to say that I, I love that what Rue's done with uh, Drag Race. It's very interesting because when you think about the show in general, it's such a campy show, right? Mm. It's, in the best way possible, campy, because we know Rue loves camp. Like Rue just oh, absolutely. loves camp. But it's it's amazing that it's become this mainstream Emmy winning baby. The, the fact, Emmys yeah. on Emmys on the Emmys fact on that Emmys. People can see that and mm-hmm. accept it. Not like not even just like the drag portion of it, but the, like the campiness. The, yeah. It, the, it, it's corny, you know, yeah. like, but it's funny. It's entertaining. It's, funny. it's entertaining. It's the, the fact that there, that many people can see yeah. that in the world and like you can win Emmys off of yeah. that is just like awesome. Well, like, I think we're so all awesome. old enough here to remember times where drag queens were seen as like freaks. Yeah. yeah. Weirdos. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, like I remember growing up and like my dad saying some comment and being like, Drag queens are drag queens are like all psychos and they're all predatory, just men with like weird things. And like, yes, we're all weird. Like, there's never been a drag queen who's like perfectly sane. <laughs> but now it's come to the point where like, like I have straight friends that watch Drag Race yeah. and they're like, oh, I'm so into this, yep. and like they see them as characters and oh, like, yeah. like totally different identities. And can appreciate the beauty. And can appreciate yeah. the art, the process, yeah. it's the like, everything. And like, what's really any different than watching a, a show that you really like? That that like a any type of show, like right. something like a drama, anything. Right. People who are acting in a show are literally putting on a different persona. Yeah, they're like going up there, and they're like, I'm not saying that it's the same thing, right? But they're pretending to be something right. else. You ever, else. Yeah, everyone's it's the same to, concept, yeah. you know. And like, so what, just because someone's deciding to put a wig on and put some makeup on yeah. and like whatever, you know, it doesn't make it, them any less human. Yeah, right. It's a, yeah. it is really, it's the same. I, concept. I love it though. Yeah. I. I I, I I met RuPaul like a couple of times. One time when like I oh, met him man. as, but only as um, a man. I've never seen him. Well, in, yeah, like, honey. Drag. To meet him as RuPaul and in full glamour, you oh, know, th- the there's way, a price tag. She always looks I, fabulous every single I know. time, every single episode, girl. Because yeah, that's I, what Raven does her makeup, and Raven, you know that. Down. I'm just like, jeez. And you know, yeah. RuPaul does does not get in drag. I don't quote me on this number. I could be. Wrong. English isn't my first language, but <laughs> RuPaul doesn't get in drag like physical face and makeup and wig for less than ten thousand dollars. I believe that. What a glamorous what? check to be like, honey. You want me to put lipstick chapstick on ten thousand? I believe that. 
I remember like oh, yeah. back in the day, RuPaul used to have a show on VH1, like a talk show that he would do drag yeah, in, and she'd come out. And um, I used to love that show, the RuPaul like talk show. I think Michelle Passage was the sidekick the on that show. Yeah. It, yeah. And I used to watch that back in the day. And, you know, they uh, tried to reamp it, and it did not go Did they? Well. Oh, yeah. I used to watch that show back in the day. But he, but Ru had some big big guests, like Diana Ross was on it. And you know how much I love you some Diana. But um, okay. yeah, like. We would be doing some things. Yeah, and like, I mean, Drag Race, the, the show has blown up. We're now on season, they just wrapped up filming season 14. Did they? Legend. I mean, I I can either deny uh, nor confirm. Wait, but the, yeah. the current All-Stars. No, they're on All-Stars 6, six um, which has a sickening cast. Uh, they just finished filming uh, season 14 because there's some alleged queens from L.A., uh, they're on, but you've got all these international franchises. I know yeah, it's yeah, crazy. You yeah. got UK, Holland. They just announced Italy. They did Australia. Austra- well, it's it's down under because it's a combination oh. of New Zealand and Australia. Oh, gotcha. That so makes it, sense. It, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they film at New Zealand, so they they included that both countries. Um, it's a got Spanish Thailand, one, right? Thailand and Spain. Mm-hmm. Girl, those European queens. I'm like, who is your sugar daddy girl? Y'all look expensive. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, she done done like top model with, with drag race. Yeah. It's you know? I'm like, y'all, y'all got coin. I'm like, I need a fucking sugar daddy because right now I barely have a glucose guardian and that's okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take one too. I'll take whatever at this point. You're I just in this economy. To. Okay. I, need, I got, I need things. <laughs> so uh, here we go. Who's watching drag race currently? The all stars. I am. Yes. You're watching it. Oh, yeah. I'm watching we're, it. We're watching yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, who, who, who like, Gets your giblets in a... In a Not in the a giblets. <laughs> <laughs> who gets your giblets excited? Who gets you oh my going? God, I'm going to be so bad with names. Um, I, the, who do you like? I like Sonique and... Um, what did I say? J, uh, you were really living for Raja, Raja and, and for Sonique. Sonique. I like, but I have to say this. Um, I don't dislike anybody that's left. I... I think everybody is pretty talented that's left. Like, I don't see anybody that's like, oh, my God, this person just is horrible and should not be there. Yeah, like, I feel like for the most part, everyone in the cast is is, is bringing a really good amount. Um, yeah. I think that there's some people that are a little bit more quieter than yes. the others. And that, that I, and I'm, I'm excited to see, you know... Um, What's an to issue? See Pandora some, might have an issue because I, she's I need, quiet. I need to... Yeah, I don't... I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's like I, 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 you know what? I, I'm not. She's an acquired taste. Yeah. It, 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 I don't dislike Pandora. I'm just like I'm, I want more from her. Right. That's all I want. You know, Sonika's a good friend of mine. I've known her for a while. We both are I'm from to get Atlanta. Into her on this season, I like I was her. never I before, like because I didn't know anything about her, and but I don't know something about her this season. Like I'm like here for it. She, I think she's really, you know, she, she talked about it uh, during her first episode. She's like, this is her reintroduction to, to the cast. It's she, for me. She's from season two. I know. That's hard. It's been a long time. It's like, girl, BB. The last time I did one, like ten ten dollars on her first season. Girl, the last time Sonique was on Drag Race, I had actually filed my taxes. (laughs) Okay. It's been a minute. I'm like, what's taxes and how many cocktails can I get for that? Right. I I mean, this season's been, um, it's been entertaining. I was at first. I when say, it, go sorry. ahead. No, I was just like, it's been entertaining. I, I, I really liked when they did the, um, 
where they were like performing um, as the actual, talent show, like celebrities, oh, like like Lady Gaga good. and Beyonce. Yeah. Oh, the Beyonce. Oh, show. where they did the that. Super Bowl yes, challenge. Yes, I thought that was, was really great. I, it was it was really good, that was baby. Good. Like, baby, let me say, Miss Trinity K. Bonet. Yes, she wore that out, baby. <laughs> you could not tell me that was not Beyonce. That was Seriously. Beyonce, and Trinity. I was like, I was like kind of annoyed with her like first because I don't good. really know a lot about her, but like. I don't know. She ate Trinity up, comes from Southern black pageantry. So that baby is polished. She's put together. But she, when she gave that performance, I was like, when she said she was going to do Beyonce, she, like, baby, you're, you're like, she'd mm. the, the like little isms and the hair flips. And oh. the, I was like, Oh baby, you had that down. She to did it. Tea. She Somebody did it. had I really, practicing. Yeah. We really got to give it to Trinity. Really slate. You yeah. know, she's, she's technically the pretty, front runner right I now. I was going to say, she's actually, I like her too. Actually. She's actually, she's grown good. on me. Yeah. Um, I was feel- the other. Um, oh, see, I only know a lot of the girls' names because I used to make merchandise, and I still do. I used to work on the business side of Drag Race, and so like I've designed a lot of the websites, the the merchandise. Mm-hmm. Like I designed Shangela's, um, a lot of the girls, and so I'm oh, like, oh, well, ben. I'm glad to hear you say that. See, we that's why I'm. Stuff I, I, see, I'm so bad with the drag names, though. Like I'm like I can't like I can barely remember one person's name. I don't know how you guys do it. To I, me, I, it's yeah, like it's true. like. You know how like straight people are obsessed with like football. Like I used to be that guy that I I like honey Georgia like UGA football. You I used did? to be a diehard Republican. I was a frat oh, guy. I lived this like alternate her. life, baby. I used to go to f- like football games and like wearing my fraternity jerseys and be like, oh, oh, oh. like no, I was all about oh, I, baby. I'm like I'm like shocked right now. I used to be my fraternity nickname. No, I'm I'm sitting here with acrylics and like I just made an appointment to get my like eyebrows waxed and I'm like. Yeah, girl, I used to be such a frat, bro. Woo, woo, woo. But yeah, I used to be uh, really into my fraternity when I lived in the South. I I was I was engaged to a woman at one point. We were expecting. I've I've had three pregnancy scares. Oh Jesus Christ, Ooh. honey! They did not call me Fertile Myrtle for nothing. Not Fertile Myrtle. Jeez. You know, you know you're from the South because only people from the South say Fertile Myrtle. Baby, my mom okay. and my aunt say that. Like, okay, you, yeah, you know that. And so growing up in. At the time, for me, I grew up in a majority white environment, and I didn't want to stick out in a bad way. I, I was like, you know what? As a person of color, I'm sure you can understand. Like, you, we can't hide our our skin tones or, right. or our hair, our culture, what we may be. And so there were times where I was like, how do I code switch? How do I kind of integrate myself? And for me, a lot of times it was like going the like diehard, like I'm very right winged, very right. white, and that was I'm going to pretend to be straight as hell. I'm going to be in fraternity. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do all these things and. I, I remember like dating women and I'd be like, can I braid your hair? She was like, right. oh my God. <laughs> You're like, let me give you a perm. Girl, marry that. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, let's go shopping. And she would right. be like, I love shopping with you. And I'm like, yeah, me too, girl. Right, right. That's the what is not right on you. Yeah, you like, don't wear that. That's funny. We have some parallels. I mean, here. I definitely um, acted very, I pretended to be straight, obviously, right. when I lived back home. But I don't know if I can. Where did back. you grow up? Um, like suburbs of Chicago. Ooh, girl. Yeah, Midwest. So, but I had corn fed and bread, like, honey. Yeah, it was like it was a little out there, but but you know, and then at some point you kind of hit that point, and you're like, all right, I I am a hundred percent LGBT. Yeah, I mean, well, flag. it's when I moved out here. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? That was, I was like, I need to come out. I it's a journey. Move away. That it, it's a big step. Yeah. I I had a very awakening moment when I lived in Atlanta, and I was like. This is not for me. I need a life that is bigger and that is more inclusive of people that look and think like me because I, I grew up Atlanta is is very segregated. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, it is you're either white or you're black. And I'm 
unfortunately neither. And so I was like, I'm trying to figure out where I fit in, in the spectrum. And when I came out to LA, I was like, oh my God, there's people that speak the same language yep. as me that look like me and are still limp wrist and, yeah. and shaking their booties and, and having a great time. And I'm like, I want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of how I got out here. When, um, when did you move here? Oh, three years ago now. Three so years ago. So what, 2019, 18, 2018? Okay. Yeah. 18? So, well, then since we've been into it, let's just continue. So, yeah, we're getting yeah. into your story. Yeah, so... You started drag how many years ago, did you say? Two and a half. It'll be almost three years. It, it all happened by accident. Okay, because I was going to ask you, how'd you start? And I need to know your, how you came up with the drag name. Okay, so here you go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my drag name originally was Cartagena de Indias. Uh, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but but you little, knew nobody was going to be able to say that. No, like this, <laughs> them little gringos weren't able to say my name. <laughs> Honey, if you wore SPF 50, you looked at that name and you're like, I'm like, what's your government name? Girl, bury that, bury that. So people couldn't say my name. And I have always had this very strong passion about Cardi B. And Shangela was like, oh, girl, instead of Carta, because she would say Cartagena. And that was like, my name was Cartagena. People were like, oh, Cardi G, Cardi G. And so that's how Cardi G came to be. Um, and and Hart comes from my best friend in the world and drag mother, uh, Monique Hart. Got it. Who I love so so Which much. we love Monique. Girl. Which was on Drag Race Adam. Okay. <laughs> Just give but me your government government right, name. Right. right. Cause apparently you know them by their tax deductible names. <laughs> no, no, Come on, HR Block. When you Google shit. Okay, very <laughs> that, very that, very that. Okay. Um and so I started doing drag. I, I was working for, for Shangela at the time and I was like, Well, this is kind of cute, but I'm like, bro, I still wanna like make out with boys, and I don't know if I can do that if I'm like but living all that like honey and and I think the more that I embraced it and loved myself and gave myself the opportunity to really embrace my not so much my sexuality as a gay man but my queerness as an individual because I I identify as queer I think that my 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 identity as a gay man is more so than what I do in a bedroom or maybe on the dance floor or in the dark room, wherever okay. maybe, you know, like I, I, I'm a little bit more than that. I, I, I've recently been really getting into what it means to be a gay man. What, what does pride mean? Like, what is that queer history? You know, Harvey Milk yep. and, and Marsha P. Johnson, some of the, the icons in, in our, in our history books that we don't, we don't get to learn about those people when we're right. growing up. So I've been trying to give myself a little bit more of that education um, so in that learning, I, I, I really learned and loved the activism that came with drag and what it meant to be an entertainer, you know, cause anyone can put on a pair of wigs and lashes and heels. Right. That's called being a performer. Right. But can you truly captivate audience and, and, and entertain and be someone that people are like, Oh bitch, I'm, I want to come see your show, your yeah. performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that, that's kind of how I started. And you know, during quarantine, I had my own show. I had a little game show with my roommate at the time. And then now, fast forward to like when things started opening up, girl, I have been booked and blessed. That's awesome. Were you doing awesome. any of the uh, like the uh, virtual bookings during quarantine? Girl, yes. And let me like, I props to the girls that did it, but me, <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> First of all, I don't have any friends that were like, oh, yeah, I'll videotape you. And the thing is that, like, you know, you got to videotape this like four or five times. Yeah. And then you got to edit. And I'm like, yep. girl, the amount of time and energy that would go into it, I was like, virtual drag is, I hated it. It was terrible. I yeah. would never do it again. It seemed like a lot of work. Girl. For nothing. Yeah. 
for nothing. I remember even doing my like own, like I would do an Instagram live show. I remember like two months went by and I'm like, I've not collected a single dollar. I'm like, <laughs> like, girl, I'm, I'm like, thank God for my unemployment check. I am not getting shit You're here. Like, I'm not getting shit. I know. It, it was like, we even tried to do like join a couple of the virtual dance parties and we did a couple and I was like, girl, I'm out. Like yeah, I can't. It's like, weird. It just, like, yeah. So, and then imagine, and imagine like, what it's like to have to put a full face of makeup, a wig, an outfit. With no and audience. it's expensive. Drag is, when you're first starting drag, like here you go, I've been doing drag for three years. Up until the last eight months, have I actually started profiting? For the most part, when you are starting, and you look ugly when you start, like nobody starts dragging, you're like, oh, bitch, you're beautiful. Well, you, yeah. You, you mean, start off and you're like, you look crunchy. Where the hell are your, <laughs> like your hairline is harder I than- I want to know what I would start oh. off looking like. Well, you got to think about too, like you're buying a wardrobe for two people and you got to turn it yeah. out for drag. And if you don't know how to sew and, or even have the ability to design something or have somebody, that's really expensive and hard. It really is. And you know, you you start figuring out like who, who you are as an individual. I remember when I first started, and I think my drag mother would laugh at this. I, when I first started, I was obsessed, and I still am, with Violet Tchotchke. <laughs> Can do no wrong in my book. I just think of rose petals. Oh, oh okay, that, that rings pe- bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like Violet Tchotchke in my book, like she could do no wrong. And I was like, oh, I want to look snatched and beautiful and dangerous and just deadly like her. And then I, another drag queen that I've always like found so entertaining and loved was Aja, which is like a polar opposite, like very flamboyant, very like kawaii, colorful. And then like Violet is like dark and sultry. And I'm like, well, how the fuck do I mesh these two? And I still haven't figured it out, but I found out more so of who I am as an individual. Well, that's what it is, trying to find out who you are as an individual. I mean, in general, sometimes it's just really kind of hard. Yeah, even as, you know, a person. (laughs) Have either of y'all done drag before? I've never done drag, like full, like full out drag. Yeah. You wore a wig and a jock strap. Like, yeah. No, yeah, we wore. That's not drag. That's just that's some just, boy was into it, and you're a boy like, in a wig. Right. <laughs> Little Latin boy in drag. Yeah. Why are you crying? Why are you crying? I know. We. I mean, I've worn heels. Yeah, we wore heels to my birthday party. But I haven't done like makeup. If I if I had to like do makeup, but someone would have to do it for me because it would just like, oh it would just oh, yeah, so too. terrible. I remember I when I first started, I hated makeup. I was like, I would pay my friend to do my makeup, and it was so bad. I eventually was like. Fuck, it can't be any worse than I'm doing. Right. <laughs> and eventually I just got better. And I'm like, no, girl, I'm good. I'll just paint myself. Yeah. Like, I'm fine. I don't need or, your services. Tonight. Or I would, or I, I got really good at wearing sunglasses. And bitch, bitches would be like, bitch, you were at the club at three in the morning. Why are you wearing right. sunglasses? And I'm like, because I promise you it's a lot better. Yeah, that would be here. me. That would be me. Sunglasses. Like, yeah, sunglasses, no, I've never been, my face lipstick. has never been like beaten or anything. I've only worn a wig like on the cruise and hills because we. Wore heels for my birthday in Palm Springs one time, and mm-hmm. I was forced. I was forcing everybody to dance in heels. Okay, because the thing is, because I can walk and dance in some heels. Don't get me wrong. Okay, dip, do it, kick, cartwheel, whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think I would make that pretty. No, you've got good bone structure. I don't know. I just feel like if my shoulders are real big, they'd be like that is not a woman. <laughs> Suspiciously large <laughs> well, woman, right? But I just feel like I, I mean, I it's drag, but know? it would be fun. Yeah, it it's fun. fun, and I think yeah. that every I I say this to everyone time and time again. I think that everyone should do drag, and I mean like fully make the commitment, like put the wig on, put the lashes, do it all, do it all, get the makeup done, put your bubble gum in between your cheeks, like. <laughs> okay, not that though. Ooh, you that, have to. It's part of the process seems, because it makes you appreciate the next time you go out to a bar and you're like. I'm really about to give this bitch one dollar after she just fucking. Da, 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 
stop. <laughs> like, no, I hate when I'm at a drag show and people hold a dollar and they're like waving it around and I'm like, I do not need that one dollar, bitch. Okay. I can't right now. <laughs> I can't either. With the one dollar. Because you, you, we've all seen the one bitch that holds the dollar bill and like shakes it and you're like, what do you think I am? This is part of the like, Make-A-Wish Foundation? <laughs> no, girl, this is not a charity case. That is not my name. I'm Cardi G. Oh my God. So the takeaway people is... When you tip a drag queen, please tip more than a dollar. Girl, at <laughs> least, at least, at least like two or three dollars. Like that bitch is working. Yeah. yeah. She, and she a may whole not, lot to she, if, Girl, right yeah. she that may be true. in a gown and she may be doing a patent scoot and number. You over here giving a dollar. But bitch, a dollar? Girl, that's criminal. That's homophobic. <laughs> oh, see, I always tip more than a dollar. Okay. Okay. Even if, even if you want to drop a Venmo, girl. Right. Well, okay. That Dude, being that's like said, a thing now, yeah. Yes. And I, I, been, been for a while. But. Yes. And I think that when we went to beaches and they had a show, they had the girls' Venmos up there, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah. Now, I told one of my friends that was go go dancing the other day, I was like, y'all need to start putting y'all's Venmos up there because how are people, nobody carries cash. Yeah. Cat, yeah, it's, it's true. Like cash is cash is something that people are like, oh shit, let me go to an ATM, right. let me go get something. Mm-hmm. But you know, also in the day of COVID, you know, in this this mysterious era, contactless tipping is is yes. something that is that is a great option. Right. And so I do think that most of the bars, because most of the bars have like TV screens, mm-hmm. whether you're drag, whether you're dancing, whatever it is, they need to start putting everybody's like Venmos, mm-hmm. cash, cash apps, whatever it is. Y'all heard that all these bars in WeHo, put right? Get our it cash together. app and Venmo app. No, but it really yeah. needs. Sense because for drag at least yeah I don't know about the go go dancers well I think so too yeah. like I don't know if they do no they don't oh. I was telling one of them the other oh, day my okay. friend like when he was dancing at Rocco's and they have those big screens I was like it wouldn't hurt them to like flash it up there every now and then like um, I don't typically have cash. It's just like I have it by chance sometimes, but I never think to stop and get something. And be like, oh, let me bring cash Mm, for sure. Right. Especially when COVID happened because everybody's gone cashless. Correct. Nobody wants to carry cash anymore. So I think that the bars need to really adapt. Well, and you know, entertainment, especially gay nightlife, is is evolving. It's changing. It's 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 a whole lot of different crowds and a different audience and a different, you know, inevitably a different method. You know, you were talking about, you know, what nightlife was here in West Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. okay. And it, it's just, it's changed so much. And, and drag also is so different around, even just looking locally at the U.S., if you will. You know, you've got Southern pageantry, yeah. the Midwest, they're big on pageantry. You look up at like the Northwest, they're very much like artsy and very like oogie spooky kind of drag, which is so cool <laughs> and so different. You got queens like Crystal Method who are like, True. bitch, you look like you rolled around at a 99 cent thrift store and it yeah. looks amazing. Yeah. I could never do anything like that. Let me tell you. I put on lingerie and rhinestones and I'm like, oh, I'm pussy. Well, what was uh, when they used to have Queen Kong at Precinct? Mm. I went to that one night and there was, and that was all like, the alternative mm-hmm. they weren't like the yeah. glamour drags and i remember there was one girl she came out with a bucket of kfc and she Shut was throwing up. shit and she was throwing the chicken and that mashed potatoes no she was a big girl i don't know her name but she was throwing and i think i want to say amber was performing that night which is why i went but she was throwing like the chicken and the mashed potatoes i said now if this bitch throws some mashed potatoes and gravies my way we gonna have a problem okay because <laughs> you're like i did not come out here <laughs> to get fucking okay. beat up with some gravy okay <laughs> and a Girl. chicken leg i was like but it was that kind of like alternative like anything went and people but it's cool it. because it it's so entertaining yeah. and i i love nothing more like here you go i'm this statement mm. 
Uh-oh. This statement not, may not be very popular with a lot of the cross-dressers in this city, but you know what? I didn't come here to be nice. I came here to be entertaining and remembered. <laughs> I, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a culprit of this. I think we've gotten a very lazy where it's like, all right, memorize the track, play the track. Here I am. That, 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 boom. With like yeah. a high kick of, and a bit of a, ear, a girl. and like, and even that, even, even that like is very respectful. Cause bitch, I'm not, I have arthritis in my ear. Like I'm not doing all that. Okay. But, I think that we've lost some of the creativity that comes with drag, and a lot of queens have forgotten what it is to become entertaining. Like, yes, it, it it's cute, but it's not hard to like memorize a song, girl. Like, true. Listen to the track. Like, gay boys do it all the time. Like, how many of them you know spitting out Megan Thee Stallion? Okay, <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, don't even get me started, girl. Because we love Meg. And if you don't know the song, then put on an Ariana Grande song where you don't actually have to know the words. Very that. Just, you can just, just say watermelon over. <laughs> just like, but girl, and very that. But I think that so many queens have forgotten what it is to be an actual entertainer and to be a presence. And I fear the like again. This goes back to so many queens are back to. I want to be on Drag Race, and they're doing drag to be on Drag Race. And it's like, baby, drag queens are leaders of our community. They are the ones that you would call to fundraise. You know, during the 80s, like, queens were the ones that were fundraising money to get patients HIV treatment and medication. And we've, like... I I saw some great queens like I want to give a shout out to Cake Moss, um, Nyx. Uh, there's some other great queens, Eureka. There's some other great yeah. queens that I saw here that were really like pioneering and really making sure that voices were heard and amplified during the Black Lives Matter riots, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which I think is is again another historical moment, especially here in LA. That that really had yes. a had a lot of moments, and and we had queens that were like, especially you know what, like I always of course want to shout out our queens of color, but queens that have lived in privilege or maybe don't know the struggle equally as much, for them to say, you know what, I am going to put myself, my time, my agenda aside, and and shout out and support and really advocate for Black lives and people of color, you know, Latinos, mm-hmm. I. A huge yeah. shout out because I know that Absolutely. that is that one of my best friends here in, in LA, Butter. I tell her all the time she's my white friend that I keep around for diversity purposes. So people don't say I'm racist. But I love Butter so much because she genuinely, really, she goes, you know what? I don't know the struggle. I can't identify mm-hmm. with the struggle. But it's not fair that you have a struggle mm. or that that struggle is your struggle. And I want to be a part of the solution. And I, you know what, that, that is so is, commendable. That is. It really is. Because I feel like sometimes people need, like, the one thing that, one of the things that came out of, like, Black Lives Matter and all oh, this this injustice that's been happening is that people know that, like, the struggle is not over. We're not even close mm-hmm. to being over. And I think with all. a lot of these younger, like, gay kids and queens coming up, it's easier for them, right? Mm-hmm. In general, it's a little, it's because of things that everybody before has done. It makes Absolutely. it easier. So sometimes- Which is a blessing and a curse. Exactly. Like how amazing that they But then you don't know the history. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's important for other people to kind of, to still keep kind that history around. Right, that's why it, gay yeah. prides are still mm. very, very relevant. It's not just a party, yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Right, like, I, like, I mean- I remember my very first gay pride. It was, I was 17 years old. I lived in Atlanta. I snuck into the clubs. Oops. Um, But I snuck into the clubs and it was like, oh my God, what a liberating experience to be around queer, gay, LGBT individuals of all shapes and sizes, of all ages. You can identify with And you can identify with, and you're like, these people 
know what my struggles and my problems and and I see mm-hmm. one thing for me is I remember being told growing up is that as a gay man I would never be successful. I would never know love and I would never know success. And I remember like as a little gay boy in Atlanta in in Midtown seeing some of these like people that I had no idea who they were, but just hearing them talk about their success and their life. And they were like, oh, me and my my partner are going on. Because I remember the day and ages before gay marriage was a thing. Yeah, and, 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 and being like, oh, my partner and I have been together and, and we love each other. And I'm like, everything I was told growing up was a lie. Yeah. And, like and it now it's possible. Yeah, it is. Honey, gay, maybe divorce, not for is, us. gay divorce is a <laughs> right. very profitable okay, business. You're right. It's possible, maybe not for us. I mean, yeah, that's someone else's fantasy, not mine, girl. I'm like, I can't, I can't. Girl, I went on a date the other day, and the very first thing I asked him, we were meeting for dinner, and I was like, so I want to know why you're single. What's your credit score? <laughs> yeah, you cut score? to the chase. Like, Absolutely. No, like, I don't have the time. I'm like, honey, just, like, just, just kind of. Tell me. Give me all the yeah. give me all the dirty laundry. We're ones. right. What's your FICA score? I need to know. Very that. But going back, you know, like I I have a friend here in LA who is very young. He just turned twenty one, and he was like, "Oh, I'm so excited to go to market days and 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 go to to Pride here and Pride there." And I'm like, "To you, it is a party." Yeah. Like, I remember when it was like for me, it was like sneaking out, saving right. up, getting trying going. to hide and shit. Very like, that. Yeah. Very that. And I'm like, we're in a day and age where I'm like. Being gay in high school is cute. Like, okay. it's popular. Oh, oh, no. Now, you know, when growing up in Texas, it was, uh, if I... Baby. I, it is just so crazy how different. Mm-hmm. No, that, not, that's not to say that it's not a struggle for a lot of people in a lot of places. The struggle is just different. It's evolved. Yes. Yeah. But in certain places, you can be... A college, you can be young and out and get, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but where, they have high school LGBT clubs I now, know. and I'm like, baby, we did not curl. I walked around one time with a limp wrist, and I remember getting shoved into a locker, and I was like, oh, my oh. God, bro, I can't do that, bro. We, <laughs> oh, we did not. And I had a cousin that was um, a little bit older than me, and he was gay, and I saw the way growing up, the way he was treated inside and outside of my family, okay. and I was just like, Mm-mm, nope. And that's why I was like deuces when it was mm-hmm. tough for me to leave. I mean, I, I got out. I got bullied and made fun of for being gay growing up, right. but I wasn't out. Yeah, but and that was just, the worst. Is you weren't even I was out. Like, people I'm, would just corner you because they're like, "You got a little sugar yeah, in your yeah, tank." Like, no, it's true. <laughs> that same thing happened to me. It's same thing. Yeah. And it was just like people were just mean to be mean, and you're just kind of like, I mean, I have learned and no excuses for nobody. Some people come at you because they have their own shit, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. especially when it's children. When hurt kid, people, hurt people. Yes, kids especially. Especially like, like projecting. Yeah, when yeah. you look back on it as kids. No, adults, I can't help you. But um, I, it just is. But times are changing, and for the better. And mm-hmm. in a lot of places, it's still very bad. In the south, there's a lot of places that. I mean, hell, we can just go up. Like, we could go right up the road, okay, baby. Yeah. Some of the some of the biggest homophobia is in some of these very LGBT yeah. spaces. Yeah. yeah, because they're trying to make a point. You know. You know. And like say something. It, it, you know we. It, I, we can't help but bring up toxic masculinity, yeah. especially in a day and age where like grinder is a is a very prominent and and not to say that grinder is bad, but grinder has stemmed this like an um girl English is not my first language not animosity but anonymousness mm-hmm. if you will girl whatever the word may be yeah um <laughs> about like you know you can put up a picture and it you don't know who this person is but you see their lovely chesticles yeah. and and their shoulders and you're like oh hi whatever and if if certain men don't fit the stature, the muscular oh, yeah. identity that, that we find attractive and we've been told for so long, 
um, it it it, it kind of hurts the rest of the community because you know you have this lovely femme community, mm-hmm. this lovely uh, polyamorous trans, and and right. different areas that we don't we're not regularly exposed to, and so we see that as like mm. yeah, and I think. You know, I said this during Pride. I said, Pride, we preach so much to straight people in the hetero community mm-hmm. of accept us, accept us, accept us. But I'm like, girl, have you asked your gay neighbor? Have you asked, you know, the people in your own community about the acceptance and, and love that you should be preaching towards oh, each other? I'll mm-hmm. trust and believe. I feel you. Because Grindr <clears throat> and other like dating like apps like that. It's still very like no this no that. People just learn not to put it there anymore. But they still operate. Girl, because I remember way. a day and age when when no fat, no femmes, no yeah. Asians, <laughs> no like thing. that was like a very like yeah. and it was like nonchalant to put yeah. it. And people like nowadays you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. they, they Girl, people are putting it. how how many uh, vaccine doses they okay, got on there. Okay. They're yeah. like fully vaxxed. <laughs> fully waxed and getting ready to get smashed. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> Masked on top, but yeah. I'm gonna wear my my socks while I get mashed. Yeah, no, it, that's that's hilarious. But dating, it, it, dating apps, or we have to do a whole episode on that. I know. Girls. Well, we kind of and did. there's so did many we? dating yeah. apps. There's yeah, so I, many of them. now. I'm not on that many anymore. I have like cleaned house. It, it's a. It's, but sometimes I am tempted to go ahead and like upload a few that I download. I'm like only on but, Grinder, and I. Like delete that half the time. I'm so. grinder and I think I just get like kind of, I, I just get annoyed. I feel like week. it fucks with people's self esteem and it's like it this does. whole mind it, fuck. It, of it thing, does because you, know? you start to think, well, oh, why am I not hot enough mm-hmm. for this right. person? Or am I not attractive enough? And I went through that for a while too. And then I now this is really unfortunate. And I know a lot of people probably don't share this sentiment. But now I'm like, oh my god, what? You want me to douche? You want me to brush my teeth? You want me to get <laughs> not brush your you teeth. want me to call an Uber oh, yeah. and go to you? I'm like, oh no, baby. If you're not within like a 10 minute walk and 10 minutes is like the dick has got to be good. Like, I'm like, oh baby girl, it's not happening. Yeah. I'm like, I can go on Pornhub and pick a plethora men. <laughs> I only need about three minutes. And you're better off. Yeah. Girl, you're gonna time. get what you want. It's a time and waster, it really right. is. A time and you waster. can go to bed and have yep. a good night's sleep yep. at a decent hour. You don't hour. have any regrets when you wake up the next day. Girl, you ain't gotta worry about I had uh, here we go. I had a hookup a couple months ago. Well, this was before I was living here in Hollywood. Is when I, back when I was living in Koreatown, and I brought this man over, and I'm like, "Baby, he looks like, you know, we all have our our type, and this man looked like prison trade. Like he looked like he still had the the he was still rocking the sandals from the yard." And I was like, okay. "Oh, baby, absolutely, <laughs> bitch, he stole from me. He took my laptop. Oh, he no, took he my iPad. And like the dick that- was good. I still messaged him to come back, but I hid my electronics the next time." <laughs> <laughs> You better lock. That's the thing. Like, like we, we don't like think about the fact that like no. you're inviting a complete stranger into because like, gay men, yep. just like any other men, are horny. Yep. Yeah. Like, oh, and yeah, we think with that head before we think with the one on our shoulder. You really mm-hmm. don't think. And I'm very suspicious. You know, I'm suspicious yeah. of everybody because I watch the ID channel all the time. And so, oh, I'm you like, you live in the forensic oh, files I moment, aren't you, baby? Really, really do. If I can't find anything, I'm like so and so stole my pen, and I'm like, oh, there it is. I. I'm just very. I'm like, so suspicious, absolutely. And you have to be because you have to be suspicious. You have to, you, we have to think about this. Like, yes, we're here to get like our rocks off, and we're gonna but clean our video cleaners. Complete a complete stranger, stranger into your house. A complete stranger, right. and, like, and they, no could, idea what they can steal do. so much from you. Like, I know someone who had about five thousand dollars cash in their apartment. It got stolen, 
And this person blocked them on Grindr, so now you have no way to trace mm-hmm. them. You better make sure I cannot find you, because I'm whipping your. I am finding you, and it's going all the way down. Mm-hmm. All the way down. You try to okay, it's going to go down. So you Girl. better make sure. If the police don't find you, I surely will. Because uh, I'm gonna make some some alternate like profiles. I'm yeah, finding, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm finding you know, we, you. We all good. Okay. Gay men are good at investigating. Oh, We're like, oh, baby, hold on, let me check like, out my alternate. I told you, Trudeau. ID channel right there. You pick up some things. Girl. Like, I'm gonna like be a sleuth. I'm coming after your ass. I'm going to find you. I mean, but you do have to be careful because we, we really do. Um, we do some we do shit the most, sometimes. But basically. before, but I just want to ask you, so like, so you're performing regularly. Yes. Um, what, what next? What is the, um, the mm. ultimate goal? Mm-hmm. So I, I have this dream and this project that I'm working on currently. I've, I've always found myself to be a funny person, and if I don't think I'm funny, the people around me usually think I am. Yeah, you're I funny. Think you're I'll, funny. G- I'll give you that. Yeah. More funny looking <laughs> than I am funny. <laughs> no, you're funny. No. You're funny. Um, and you're a beat in your drag. I was, ah, yeah, I was looking at your gram. She's, she's pretty. To, she, she does it, okay? She, she's a pretty one. She's pretty and she's stupid. She's pretty stupid, well, okay? <laughs> but I, I, you know, obviously drag race is a path that I would love to go on, but that is not my ultimate goal. Um, I have really wanted to do more stand-up comedy. So I've been working actually on on coming up with a stand-up comedy routine because I'd love oh, to nice. take, you know, take three minutes at brunch and just be like, all right, girls, let's fucking like crack some jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that is a route that I'm really looking at. Um, I also made myself a promise during the pandemic that I was like, look, girl, life is short. We don't know what's going to happen. Try new things, even if they scare you. That's girl, a good I, am, one. I am surely not a rapper, even though I like to live my life and I throw hands like I am. Right. <laughs> um, I'm not, but I, I've, I've been working on some music. Ooh. Oh, good. Um, so yeah, there, there's uh, other goals and venues. I've been really wanting to, to, to kind of produce a one-woman show, maybe bring some friends on and and tour which is kind of what i've been doing is i've been traveling to like a lot of the midwest doing st louis well Kansas you know if City. they laugh over there it's funny girl absolutely because those you, those people don't know humor they just knew they just know how to drink that's what i'm saying if you can get them to laugh then you know you onto something Wait, are you talking about the midwest yeah <laughs> <laughs> i drink my wine to that girl like, I remember, gone. it's gone <laughs> the first time i went to st louis I went out with a couple of friends who were like, oh, yeah, let's go out to drink. We were hammered, and it was not even like 11 yep. in the morning. And I remember being like, I am so lit. And I post-made $150 worth of KFC and chicken nuggets, and it was like all between all of us, and we were just eating. It was like eight of us, and I was like, I'm so hammered. I'm eating all this. <laughs> and I remember going home and being like, God, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I just said this. And I did it like the next weekend, but right. you're like, but I did it again. <laughs> well, the I bad mean, bitch lifestyle ain't for everyone. Okay, you got you got to keep it up. That's true. But you know what? You're you're. I feel like you're onto something, especially like trying to do things that you haven't done before. I think most of us should probably jump onto that mm-hmm. bandwagon and try to do. Even if you're bad scared. at it, you know what? I think a lot of times it's the fear to it's fail fear. or the fear to not be good. And one thing that I've learned, like with my drag, is that like. Things don't happen overnight. Things right. definitely no, don't happen. Time. You like, I I used to not be pretty when I was in drag. I used to be terrible performing. I like, but it takes time and it takes being like 
how much do you really want this? You know, for like some some of us in the gay community, like bitch, they want to look hot. Yeah. And they wait, they do a damn good job at it. I'm like, baby, you, you that six pack has more structure than my life. Okay. <laughs> and and they dedicate their time and energy, and I'm like, drag or or whatever. It's the same thing. You have to you have to put time, you have to put energy, and you have to make some sacrifices. Yeah. You have to be like, girl, it. I may not be able to go to GPS this weekend. True. I'm going to go the next time. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I thought I wasn't going to go this past weekend because I was like, I'm tired. I'm probably not going to go. But bitch, she was right up in there. <laughs> she was right up in there. She was waving my hands. No, way to go. But wait a minute. Did you go to reload? No. 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 I'm not a big reload. Uh, oh, bitch, I love reload. Some nights I would be like, I'm not going to GPS and I would sleep in and wake up at like midnight uh, to get ready for reload. I'm it's ready. just too hot. It's so too like, hot. By the time everybody intense. goes from GPS, I'm like, I don't know. It's just like the last time I was there, it was like, it was a sauna. It was Oh, could have walked around. I love that. Really? I lo- oh, absolutely. I'm uh, like, baby, I get to brush up on some man oof. who has been at the gym more times than I've been anywhere. Uh-uh. Girl, I, I go to the gym maybe 15 times a year, I'd and I'm like, fitness is a journey. <laughs> no, girl, journey, right? I love nothing more than being at reload and feeling crunchy not, and feeling my mm, like, girl, I feel my slutty oats and I back it up on a man, and I'm like, mm, I don't know your name, and okay. you won't know my name. I mean, I'm but not, then you leave at nine in the morning, and you're like, I feel like a cockroach. Okay, because when you walk outside, it, it, and yeah, it's because daylight, it's like, there's everybody is around. People are having breakfast like, and shit, and here you come stumbling oh, out. Oh my God, can I tell you a really funny story? So when... I first moved to LA. I was at Reload. I was feeling my crunchy oats, and I was like, and then my friends were like, "Oh, we're going to an after party." And you know, oh. you are so lit. You were having your time. You're like, "I'm down," and it's nine in the morning. Yeah. And this was back in my like really poor days. Like I'm poor now, but like back then, I was on the struggle bus, <laughs> <Right>. girl. <laughs> like Rosa Parks wouldn't even sit on that bus. It was right. such a struggle. <laughs> Girl, it was so bad. And I got into this Uber and I have a photo still to this day and it reminds me to keep myself humble. But I accidentally over ordered an Uber pool to the after Kiki and there was this little lady and she had just gotten out of church with her big hat and her little dress. Oh my and here God. I am in like the little mesh shorts with the jock strap and the crop top and the harness oh and the and I'm just living my like little gay boy fantasy. And she like looks over at me as she's picking me up from reload and she goes, Baby. I just want to pray for this okay. car real quick. Oh, and I was like, oh, my, my God. Someone's Mima is, like, praying for me as I'm, like, sitting oh, here with my, with my booty hole out on the car seat. Oh, well, she had, Well, you know, at least she prayed for you. Girl, yeah. she God was you, with me. She put you in that prayer circle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if the Lord can put you to it, he can put you through it. <laughs> like, I just, that's why I can't deal with reload. But, I mean, it's very rare that I go, but it's like the, I get a little mind screwed when I walk out and it's daylight. <sighs> Because yeah, it fucks yeah. with you and you're like, I've been here how long? Yeah. Girl, the birds are chirping. What? Especially people if you go breakfast. to like a Sunday night party and it's like Monday when yes. you go out and it's like people are going to work and yeah, you're just girl. like, okay, I don't want anybody to see me. Yeah, I was I in New York for World Pride and I was seeing this boy at the time. Oh, here we go. We weren't seeing each other. We had been <laughs> we, talking <laughs> and I was staying at his place and I was like, you know what, baby? I'm going to give you something if you give me something. And... um. We were walking out of this circuit party at like 10 in the morning. Like it was an ungodly hour. And we were like, let's walk like a block or two. So we're like not with all the queens. And we're like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And I was like, okay, sure. And we walk and there is a school bus picking up little kids. And here I am like with my little circuit fan and my little booty shorts. And I'm like, kids are like, the kids are like, girl, I'm like, I would hate to be this child and be like, mommy, daddy. Why was some queen with glitter all over her face? And you're like, well. This early in the morning when I'm going to school. 
Oh, geez, our lives are crazy. Gay life, though. I mean, did you ever think, like, at, like, 15, 16, like, like that would be your life? Like, going to these circuit parties? Ever, never. I had no clue what this even was, this life. I didn't know. Yeah. But I think gay, being a gay man has evolved so much from, like, back in the days. It was, like, you know, in New York, you had the club scene, the ballroom scene, Mm -hmm. the club kid scene. Here in L.A., you had this, like, hush-hush, like... A warehouse party scene, and I think now it's so yeah. embraced to be gay. Mm-hmm. A girl that is surely as expensive. I'm like, it's it's expensive. if so I had known it was going to be this expensive it's to so be expensive. gay, I would have like unsubscribed. It's I know. Sometimes I'm like, expensive. I don't know. I don't know if I need to do all yeah. that. Is the circuit party <laughs> yeah. really worth the like, yeah. girl? Because I know some of the queens that are like, oh my god, I know some girls that that, and I say girls as, as gay men. I know some gays that that recently went to a. a uh, like a festival weekend or whatever, Mm-mm. and they were like, "Oh yeah, it was like three hundred dollars for this nope. ticket." And then I'm like, "Girl, I can go on YouTube and hear the exact same <laughs> song, watch the video, have the exact same tequila, yeah. and pass out at a reasonable just hour." Just go on Instagram because half of them just put it on their stories anyway. So, but you know, I'm real good at saying no. Yeah, he's. Are you? He has, he has oh, self control. I am I'm, real good at being like, no, nah, I'm gonna miss out on this one. Monday through Thursday, I'm very that. I'm like, absolutely not. No, I absolutely will not. And then the weekend rolls around, and I'm like, all right, well, I've dry cleaned three of my jock straps. Let's hit it. Right? <laughs> like, okay, they're ready. I'm ready to go. That's all you need. <laughs> okay. Well, before we um, close this out, I got one more question for you. Yeah. You know, since we were talking about RuPaul Drag Race and whatnot, and um, your connection with Shangela, but I know Monique Hart is your drag mother, right? Yeah. So. Give us, tell us a little bit about that, like your relationship and how that happened and stuff like that. Yeah, so Monique and I met during uh, DragCon. Actually, it was her, it was her first DragCon right after her first season, season ten, and she didn't have any merchandise. And I, at the time, was working full time in this company that made merch. And I was like, oh my god, like I'm a huge fan. I love you. I, I want to get you some merch so that we can get you going. And I was like, just pay me for whatever you sell. That's how we made the initial like contact. And it has blossomed into this beautiful friendship. I, I think of Monique. Um, I call her by her government name, but <laughs> we 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 were really, really close. And, and I, I, I look to her for just advice, not just in drag, but like in life in general. And, and we communicate a lot. And um, it's funny because recently someone's like, what, well, what is the biggest thing that Monique has taught you? And I was like, baby, to have a backbone. Okay. I, I, when I first started off as a little baby queen, I was this like little shy, little boy. And I was like, Ooh. and now I'm like, bitch, let me tell you what I got to say. And I'm going to let you know exactly what I got to say. Um, and I, and I just love that about Monique. I think Monique, apart from being an, a fantastic makeup artist and a fantastic friend and a fantastic entertainer has really taught me to really embrace myself um, as a person of color, as a yeah. gay man, and has really, really taught me um, more so about what it means to be a strong individual. Yeah. Um, even though we are part of a community, you have to stand strong as a, as a person. So mm-hmm. I, I, I love Monique, and I, I owe so much of my... Um, of my journey to her. Yeah. Awesome. I love Monique too. Wait, was Monique facts of facts America? That's right. <laughs> you got it right. Facts of facts. <laughs> because we say that all the time. Okay. I'm like, facts of, actually, I started the ad shop on one time and I was like, honey. do you get tired of saying that? <laughs> because I Girl, here you go. She put out that song, uh, Brown Cow Stunning. And it's so funny because like, we will literally be walking around anywhere. Like I remember one time I was helping her in a, at a gig in Albany, New York. And somebody randomly walks up to her and like, oh my God, brown cow stunning, facts are facts. And she was like, oh. 
She's like, I'm going to die and no one will ever let me live to this down. And I I'm like, girl, you that. could change your entire career. And people will literally look at you and be like, facts are facts. Right. I asked her that. Setting. I literally did that. She probably will never remember that or me. But I was like, do you ever get tired of facts are facts, America? And she was like, she just gave me a look at those eyes. <laughs> You're like, you know exactly what the answer is, but she can't say. Absolutely. But you know what? She she knows how to persevere. I, I've in the last couple of months, have been going to Kansas City, which is where she like kind yeah. of made her career before Drag Race. And to see what drag is, first of all, in Kansas City, those girls are Entertainers. Yes, they turn the party. They know how to turn a look. They know how to really, really do it. Kansas City drag is, in my opinion, some of the best drag I've ever seen wow. and been a part of. Um, but to see what Monique kind of built a legacy under and 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 in, she has really, really blossomed. And I think that a lot of people miss miss her just in general. I think Monique is one of the most underrated queens, and she really brings a lot of. Precision, class, entertainment, yeah. wit, and personality, and personality, which which we've missed. Because um, baby, just because you got a wig on does not mean that you are entertaining. Amy and okay. <laughs> oh well, I love that. I we love we love her. Yeah, and thanks for giving us the download. I was just kind of curious about like you know yeah. how that happened. So that's she's, good. She's she's amazing, and I and I love her so much. Um, she gave me my first human hair wig and girl, now I'm like, I won't be cut dead in a synthetic wig, <laughs> right. which is not true. I'll, I'll, I'll still whip one around or two, but I'm like, Oh baby girl, 360 yeah. lace. And you feel that fantasy when you put that wig on and you're like, Oh, <laughs> feel the girl. Oh, you know what? Facts are facts. Facts, facts, facts are facts, facts, America. The fantasy is felt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay well it was great great hearing that and um i guess that kind of wraps up wraps yeah. up the episode and we should move on to the last segment yep maybe ready okay ma'am what, what do, do you think? think all right i have the question so i'm gonna read a question and okay. then we'll ask you you'll answer first and um i don't know this is um i have two, a couple but i'm just gonna go with this one. Um, Ma'am, what do you think about, assuming you have a partner, um, asking your partner if you could bring in a third person into your sex life? Oh. Okay, well, I, here we go. Let's start off with, I ain't got no man. I never had a man. <laughs> if I wanted a man, I could probably go out and get a man. It's like, what? Uh -huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's funny because I thought about this earlier today. I was like... There was this one particular man that I had, you know, occasionally, more often than not, text when I'm in the feeling, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "What? What would he think about bringing in the third? And I'm like, "Well, honey, jealousy is a disease, and we all know, we all know that in a threesome, someone is getting someone more attention. Gets, like, yeah. someone's always going to get more attention. And so, like, I've done." <laughs> My fair share of threesomes. Yeah. I can't help that I'm talented. <laughs> it's just my cross to carry. But I've I've always been like, uh, and like I make it a point to be extra attentive to like maybe the guy that's not as attractive or that I'm not into, so that he, he feels feel included. Like included. But then sometimes I'm like, fuck, I'm giving too much attention to <laughs> Mr. Side Piece, and I'm not here about the one that I'm really right. about. But I think that communication. Here we go. Yes, communication is key. Mm -hmm. Two expectations need to be clear mm -hmm. and three girl at the end of the day if you're the one 
that's not in the relationship, girl, have your fun. The guest star. You're the guest star. If you're, yeah, absolutely. If you're the guest star, baby, enjoy it, weep it, reap yeah. it, whatever you got to do, have fun. Yeah. If, you're do, if you're just doing a little cameo as a guest star, then... Very that. that. that because at the end of the day, what they got between them... That ain't your problem. That ain't your problem. So you know what? Throw it down. (laughs) Gargle. Let him touch the little thing thing that's swinging the back of your throat, girl. Right. Uh, Well, Adam, would you like to go next? (laughs) So if, okay, if I, Adam's like, oh my gosh, my Christian. Oh, right. Oh, no. Um, I don't feel like. If I was with somebody and they mm-hmm. wanted to bring in a third, because I, I feel like they would probably ask it before I would. I don't Is know. that not your jush? It's it's not necessarily like because me, I'm like, honey, if I could bring in the whole neighborhood, I absolutely would. <laughs> yeah, see, that's not normally like my thing. <laughs> really? Yeah, but I'm not saying that like two people can't like be in a relationship for like a long period of time and it like eventually want to like you know spice. Would things you need it up for uh, for a uh, while I, before? I, I yeah, I feel like. Maybe not right off. The no, bat. not not right off the bat. I feel like I would need a little time to get to that point, but. I understand the, that. The problem with, I think, when when you're with somebody and you start needing to seek out another person, what I see happening a lot in those relationships is that they're always looking for somebody else. Like, I, I just feel like I always see them searching for another another person to have it's, sex with. It's, it's very a big, interesting. Like, it, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it, it's, a, it's a chase. It's, like, yeah. very no, exhausting right. to, like, like watch Because the that. couples that are in open relationships, yeah. they're very open about yeah. it. And they're comfortable, and they're thriving, and yeah. they're cool. No, it's, and that's cool. I, I used to be the kind of gay that I'm like, well, why do you need somebody else? Am I and, not enough for you? And I, oh, I definitely... Baby, like, I'm the crazy Latino, <laughs> 110%. I'm like, well, I talked to your mother, and I checked your phone when you were right. sleeping because yeah. I used your, your little thumbprint. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. We're all, like, guys. At yeah. the end of the day, we're all horny. We want to fuck. Like, like, I totally get that. And we're all, like sexually attracted to other people. We can't like sit there You're and honestly be, be like, but then oh, what's I'm the never... point in being in a committed relationship? Yeah, then? But, Very like, that. but I just need, uh, for me, it would be like, I need the trust. I need the communication. I need honesty. I need yeah. like, like let's, let's be clear on what's happening here. Those not... two, those exact same things, two mm-hmm. things that you said, trust and communication. They have to be clear and concise. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I would, I wouldn't, Get you, to that point and want to do that because but we I would can't, have to work. Yeah, I can't just like start off and like if if I'm starting off that way, it's like no, I'm going to be the guest star and I, it's going to be okay. another couple. It's not going to be Girl. me. Oh, and and baby, there is something <laughs> yeah. there is something fantastic yeah, it about be really being, fun oh, being because really when was. they both want you and you're like, yes. Yep. And then if you if you actually do think they're both hot, like. Right, it's real hot. Maybe then it gets competitive. Right. And you're like, honey, let me make sure I stretch before this one. Because, right. baby, I'm about to throw that and give you... Because here you go. Nothing is worse, in my opinion, about like giving a performance and then you don't get a call back. You're like, oh, <laughs> you they want call. you. And you're like, fuck, what could I have done? Get, like, uh, in my book, because like, listen... But a lot I, of gay boys about one time. In yeah, like life. they don't want nothing else. You were like, I don't really you, you yeah. act like you don't even know that person no more. Yeah. Like, oh, oh you? see, like, look, 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 look. <laughs> Did we meet? Did, who are you? <laughs> oh my we God. met before. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen, I'm a hoe. I may not remember your name, but I will remember what color your wallpaper was, <laughs> what your bed sheets were if you like. You had a mirror by it, your bed. Very that. Like I remember those details, well, and I'm like, we had a mirror by the bed. Uh, here you go. I hooked up. I will never forget when I was visiting LA. I hooked up with this total top, and I busted down on him and let him know what a total top actually was. Whoop. And this was before my acrylics, honey. And I put it down. He is this. 
here you go. He's this very well-known Andrew Christian model. Oh. Very yeah. well-known porn model. And he always is like, I'm the big top. And I'm like, like, baby. Really. I, I'm like, baby, <laughs> I gave you an oil change like you had not right. been here for three months. And I remember him being like weird about it when we saw each other in public. And I'm like, oh, you're one of those that's mm. like. There's a lot of that, though, when people mm. get weird about it. That's weird to me. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. People get weird. We're gay. It like, depends on why you're being weird. It's like if you yeah. were like too fucked up and you like don't True. fully remember the situation. Or like, then, you okay. know that you hooked up with somebody because you were fucked up and that you probably would not have hooked up with mm-hmm. regularly because we've all been there. Oh, we, oh. we all had we're, a charity like, case. Yeah. You won the lottery that night, boo-boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> baby girl, we, you know what? I, we all have a charity case and I, mm-hmm. I'm like, baby, the dick was lovely. But maybe I'm not too proud about where them right. teeth were going. I'm like, honey. But you know what? Amen. Yeah. Well, ugly people deserve to get dick too. That's, Everybody. That's Otherwise, true. I would not get any dick. Oh, shut up. Yeah. That's girl. The, None of that. None I, of I, that. I look best. I look best when the lights are completely off. The socks are on because I'm weird. I like to keep my socks on. No, that is weird. Is that weird? <laughs> is that weird? Is this weird? I keep I'm my like, socks on. Partially, okay, here you go. Partially because I have drag feet. So, like, my feet look like I've been in heels for fucking 13 years. Or, like, right now, I got my toes done. And I'm like, baby, you don't want to suck on my toes when I got a French tip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the socks on are kind of weird for me. And Oh, my gosh. I don't know. But Anywho, that's what we think. French tips are I, well, weird. That's what you all think. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you think? Um, kind of the same. I, I, yeah. I just, I feel like I probably wouldn't start a really. Well, I know I wouldn't start a relationship like open like right off the bat or doing threesomes right off the bat. But I think every relationship is different. Every person you date is different. You mm-hmm. have different needs, and I feel like it depends on where the need for having a third is coming from. Mm-hmm. Like everybody has sexual needs and if you can't satisfy them or he can't satisfy yours you're gonna get it from somewhere Mm. so yeah it's communication it's trust and i don't know is that why a lot of gay men are afraid of commitment oh you asking me like i'm afraid no i'm asking i'm asking two gay men that are very like very successful very attractive Which I may very but, well but like, be. And like what kind, like, so you're saying because. Because here you go. I feel like a lot of gay men won't make commitment because they're like, why would I commit to one man when I can have That's a thing. the amount of men that I want? Yes, I feel like it. De- <sighs> I think there's a fear. Of I don't make commitment. Well, here you go. I won't make commitment unless I know that you are 100% about it because mm-hmm. I know that when I make the commitment, I'm like, oh, baby, I'm, a, cra- I'm a crazy yeah. Latin lover. I'm like, baby. I have fully like planned brunch with your mother, you know, but I know that some guys are not like that and they're like not about it. Like I, I was about this one man. He was tall, beautiful, delicious looking, but he was like, I can't make a commitment to you because I, I'm like, for example, he was a sex worker. He, he worked in the industry and he was like, I, I need to have sex with a bunch of other people. And I'm like, I get that you can have sex yeah, with, you can still, you're like, we, baby, we all know some only fans, some Twitter gay, that's like beautiful content. And we are like, oh, girl, fine. I'll like watch the preview, whatever. Mm-hmm. But right, I need minutes. to know that there is a difference between sex for pleasure and sex for love. Mm-hmm. You know, I want you There's to have like, it's difference. a completely different yeah. thing. The connection. But not everybody you, can do that. Yeah. Not everybody gets that. Yeah. But I think there's also a fear of like, if I commit to this person, Am I then missing out on something? That's exactly mm. it. Then I can't do anything with this. And what if that person comes along or that one guy that I I've truly been believe it's not forever? the right person? Then 
No, over. I know, but I, I, I but do. I, feel I believe like when you meet the right fear, person, like you're, I agree. you just don't care about anybody no, else. No, I totally agree, but I feel like that's a big fear for people. Yeah. Like you're just afraid the of the fear like, of missing out. Yeah. I definitely think yeah. it, I would agree. I and you like know what? Like I, I've been in. I, truthfully, we never even officially on the books dated, but I remember I dated this one guy. We were like talking, and this was a long distance relationship. And I remember being like, I'm really about this man, and ironically, like what was it? I want to say it was Thanksgiving of last year. He called me and he was like, I still really love you. And I still really think about you. And I, I care a lot about you. And I'm like, there is something about having an, an intimate relationship and a feeling where I'm like, baby, I can jerk off to however, but there is something extra and mm-hmm. I love and I care to a different degree about you. And I think that that is something special that a lot of gay men have not experienced. Yeah. yeah they just haven't because everybody is looking for the next best. Right. Thing, you know? And like, that's like, kind well, of I personally great. am open to love. <laughs> so <laughs> he's taking application. Okay. Well, I, yeah. What is your type? Like, what are like, oh. what, here we go. We're what are, gonna, listen, no, here we go. This episode is going for far too long. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Because I want to know, I'm like, what are like, because it's always easier, like, what are two things that are like, you absolutely have to have in a man, and what are two things that you're like, I cannot have in a man? I can't have fucked up teeth. And I know that that's like a little, well, like, bias. Well, I don't want, no, but no. But if your teeth look like no, they've I, gone I, through the fucking, like. Like, if you, oh, I'm not even no. going to say what I was going to say, because that's going to be real bad, but, um. I could I could align with that. Yeah, I can get with that. I don't want that either. Um, I need someone that has. There's something about self hygiene, like you have gotta have some sort of like I don't no, need that you, goes I don't I don't need you, I don't need you to be like a buff like six pack motherfucker, but like no. I need you to like take care of your teeth, like brush your teeth, do whatever <laughs> you gotta do. And then another thing too is like a man that is not in tune with himself. As someone who works in the industry, I like I I cross dress. I fucking look like a hooker ninety nine percent of the time, but I'm still a fucking dude and I'm very comfortable with myself. And able to do that, I need you to be comfortable with like being around that. Or and if yeah, you're not no, comfortable, like important. if you're not comfortable around like the gayness or the faggotry, whatever you want to call it, maybe this is not going to work out. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, 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 okay. My final saying on this. Yeah, I want to know. Of, at the end of the day, I just feel because like, you're too beautiful to be single. I want to know no, why. No, it's, it's just all very complicated. Like I feel like most people think that they are easy. As people, I'm not complicated. I'm not this. But at the end of the day, everybody is. Like, everybody, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's like, oh, no, I'm just looking for X, Y, and Z. But then reality is you're looking for a whole alphabet. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the truth. Like, And X, Y, and Z doesn't work for everyone. It doesn't. But I think that I had to come to terms that I was a little bit more complicated in what I was looking for than I thought. I just feel like sometimes you're just not willing to, like, put up with shit for a long well, time. That's like if somebody's too. doing something that like you wouldn't normally, even if you think they're hot or you're connecting with them on a certain level, that. if they're doing something that you don't agree with or you don't like, typically it's like hard to and you shouldn't. push past that. No, and it, it's true. Yeah. I don't think that we should settle. Yeah. No, I just, it's just because then you end up in these relationships that become so toxic and like these people that go through these horrible breakups and it's yeah. like, I don't want to waste that time. Like, I think because in, in, yeah. in the gay world, there's like one or two ways like you're either the like habitual dater that was like, you're like, motherfucker, you have been on like, yep. you've had three many 
like the, the guys that are always on Instagram and you're like, this is the love of my life. And you're like, bitch, this has been the fifth love yeah. of your life. Yeah. Okay. As soon as you make that statement or it's over. Girl, it is it over. Is that is a curse, over. girl. You just don't curse ever yourself. do it. You don't, said something and I was like, no, ma'am. Don't ever do no, it. You'd be like, oh shit, this ain't going to work. They going to break up. Because we all know a habitual dater who's like, <laughs> yep. and you're like, girl. You're like, she what? got another one? Okay. And then they're looking at me like I'm crazy because I've been single this long. And I'm like, <laughs> they're that, and they're like, why? you've been literally gone through so many people that you were in love with. Right. You know? like, at this point, I got to show you a picture of anybody I meet and be like, have you dated this person? <laughs> have you or a girl? It's like, you got to call the mesothelioma. Have you or a loved one dated this one? <laughs> Not the mesothelioma. <laughs> you know what? I have to go. Oh, I know. It is time. We, we, okay. Okay. We should, we should wrap it up. All right. right. You go. Okay. So, Honestly, thank you for so like thank you so much for coming on. We've had like, so much it was fun. so much fun. Like we've been like literally have to cut ourselves off right now. Yeah, um, yeah. and I I've got a plenty of uh, plenty of shows. Like I I do beaches here in West Hollywood all the time, which and we will be there. Tonight. Please, please, please. This Saturday, well, not this Saturday because uh, we're gonna be in market days, but. Oh, well, so this will be, well, a little bit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, by the time this airs, we will be back for market days. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but there, I'm, I'm at beaches all the time. I'm at Rocco's. Here we go. Special shout out to Rocco's. Um, DeVoe Wednesdays, and they've got the Rockettes, which my friend Butter is a part of. Um, Devote Wednesdays. It is a fabulous show. We're it is a, have to go to. It that. is a. It is literally. It is probably one of the best shows in LA to either be a part of or to watch. These girls are very entertaining. The stage, the presence, the whole production is fabulous. And then and the Rockettes. They are the set cast that performs. Um, you've got Butter, which is in my books one of the most funny, entertaining. And just buffoonery white queens I've ever known. Like that that bitch really makes you laugh and, and, and have a great time. She's a great host. Kyra Jate, she's a fantastic voguer. No, let me say that again. She's probably one of the best voguers I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Kyra Jate is just entertaining to look I've seen at. Her. She's fabulous. Oh, fabulous. Fantastic. Uh you lo- LaDonna um, LaDonna Moore, more legs than a bucket of chicken. That bitch <laughs> puts Naomi Campbell to, to fucking shame. Yes. She is skinny. She's beautiful. She's poised. She's entertaining. She's fabulous. Uh she and I did a drag competition together many moons ago and and I love LaDonna Moore. Um who else is part of the cast? Anya Nuts. That bitch girl. Anya Nuts. Anya Nuts. The name <laughs> alone. The nuts. name alone. She's fabulous. She's sickening. She's entertaining. Uh you got um uh oh my goodness, what is her name? Uh she won EOY, Entertainer um, of the Year. Um, oh my goodness, I, I cannot remember her name. But she's <laughs> sickening, she's fabulous. The the whole cast is is really great. The, so the this girls is Wednesday nights? Wednesday nights they do DeVoe, which is by my friend Jador. Okay. Um, and then um, you've got the Rockettes, which is another great show. They do a Saturday and Sunday showing. Uh, it's at Rocco's, another great show. And Saturdays uh, at Beaches, it's a really cute show. My friend Nix is the host and is really, really trying to bring that up. And then I think that's a really great place for new entertainers to kind of like put their face. Um, I love Nix and, and, and okay. Nix has known me since I've started. And, and I, I love performing there because it's, it's a set crowd. And 
Um, I think West Hollywood is on the verge. We're really warming up to, to what is drag excellence and really becoming a great entertainment city. I think that West Hollywood especially and L.A. in general is, is, is a big hub for drag. And, and I'm very excited to see what these new queens, these baby queens, and, and see some of these old queens yeah. come up and, and, and cook up. Well, we're going to have to... Um Keep following you on the gram so we can all know where to see you. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, uh, my Instagram is Cardi G Officially. That's C-A-R-T-I-G Officially. Um, Follow me. I I, I will keep you posted and updated because it it, it really will be a great time. We're following you. Our hand. Absolutely. We're going to come see you. Yeah. Please. I mean, we're not far. Yeah. (laughs) A jump skip (laughs) and a bus trip away. Right. Um, but yeah. I All think, right. Well, I think, cheers. This yeah, was cheers, great, guys. Clink, clink, cheers. Clink, 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 clink. We, we drink responsibly yeah, or drink at home. Right. Um, thank you, everybody, obviously, always for listening. And thank you for being on again, coming on and doing this episode. It was really, really a good time. Yeah. So They could have been done anything. They could have been doing their taxes. They chose <laughs> right. to listen to us. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, yes, remember that God made Adam and Eve, but he also made Adam and Steve. Any problems? Pray, Pray about, about it. it. Ew.